What is going on, everybody? How are we doing? Sammy V here with Millennial Stories with Sammy V, episode number 10. Today is going to be a little bit different. I am going to come at you with a solo podcast today. I haven't done one of these in eight episodes. The second episode I did was a solo podcast, um, which was about the five essential people skills to succeed in your career. And, uh, you know, I've just been feeling recently that I wanted to do a solo podcast, that I wanted to come at you with some things in my life that I have learned. Um, I've really been studying authenticity and vulnerability this year, um, and really just the last year in general, but especially 2018, because really about a year and a half ago, I decided, you know what, I'm going to figure out who I really am. I felt like I was living my life for other people. I felt like I was living my life to please other people, as opposed to truly seek who I really was, what I really wanted in life. And, um, and so I decided to start doing that about a year and a half ago. Um, and I will tell you what, I've never been happier in my life. I've, I've never felt more challenged. You know, I've never progressed personally more than in the last year and a half of my life. And it's been all because I've been seeking authenticity. I've, ex- I've been becoming more vulnerable. Actually, when I study successful people, they're actually successful people, not just monetarily, all right, but relationally, you know, spiritually, um, in their business, in their careers, also monetarily, maybe they're an athlete, etc. Um, they are the most vulnerable, vulnerable people a lot of times, and really the most happy people. When I look at people that are, that I, I mean, they just exude joy and they exude happiness. I those people are vulnerable people. They're people that. That you know, when I think of the word vulnerability, I think of uh, I think of really fear, and I feel I, I feel fear when I think about vulnerability. And um, you know, it was something that I've said for a long time, and that is, you don't do you don't get better in life, you don't move forward in life unless you do things that scare you. And the truth is, is that so many of us are afraid of of authenticity. We're afraid of um, vulnerability because we. Um, because it's scary. It's uncomfortable. And I'm going to dive into why that is. Before we actually get started here, I want to mention and welcome anybody that is it's their first time viewing this podcast. I really appreciate you checking out the podcast. This is really different than what I normally do. I've had eight people, eight guests on this podcast so far. I've had entrepreneurs um, that have seven-figure businesses on here. I've had um, online health and fitness coaches. I've had salespeople. I've had some. Of the, I had one of the top sports photographers in the country. I, ha- I had a gentleman that grew up in poverty. Um, also was sexually abused, um, physically abused. Went from foster parent to foster parent, and is now um, living a life of faith. And uh, owns a business now, has three different jobs, was able to climb himself out of that situation, really make something of himself. I've had a, uh, an owner of a gym on here. I've had a guy that is blowing up. He's a musician um, and he's, his music is blowing up. I've had a guy that um, runs a um, franchise business. I've had some awesome people on this podcast, but I'm going to come to you solo today. And today what I'm going to share with you is the three, and I'm going to go into four. 
but I'm going to say it's the three masks that's holding us back from true happiness, true connection, true belonging. And uh, when I say masks, um, really what I mean is that we all have a, a, a real person. And I'm going to go back to, if you are a first-time viewer, thank you again for checking out this podcast. All right, I'm only going to do one recording of this, um, so if I mess up, I apologize. Um, but uh, go ahead and subscribe to the channel, whether you're finding me. I'm not actually recording this, putting this on YouTube, so if you're finding me on SoundCloud, um, go ahead and subscribe to this channel, but also go in, uh, and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. That way you can see the interviews that I do. I also post those interviews on SoundCloud. Share this with a friend as well. I'm going to get pretty open in this podcast. I'm going to share a lot about my story, my background, some things that I've gone through personally um, that have led me to this point in time in my life and why I'm so excited about this topic. Um, but it's the three masks that's holding us back. I think I think that there's three masks that we wear as human beings, whether we're men or women. And I'm going to talk more from a man's perspective in this. So if you're a woman, don't tune out because you will understand men a little bit better if you listen to this. Um, but I believe there's three masks that really hold us back from our true potential. And when I say true potential, I mean becoming who we were created to become. There is a potential in a person on the inside of us that we were created to become. There is, in my personal opinion, in my personal belief system, we were created by an almighty God that created us for a specific reason and a specific purpose. And there's somebody, the whole sole purpose for you individually being on this earth is to become the person that he created you to become. And the only way to really become that person is to begin to let down the masks that we wear as people in our society. The only way to, to become who we were created to become is to begin to let down the masks and lower the masks and reveal to the world who we actually are. Masks, the masks that we wear are founded in insecurity. So what I mean by that is we wear masks because we are afraid that who we actually are isn't enough. It is true that as a kid, the majority of us, actually all of us to some extent, some more than others, were told at some point in time in our life, you know, whatever dream we had as a kid, who we wanted to be, who we actually were, you know, we we revealed to the world who we actually were at some point. We got made fun of. We told we weren't enough. We are told we need to be more like this person and we need to be more like this kid or we need to act this certain way, etc. And these things, what, what happens, what happened as a kid is we begin to think that we need to be somebody else, that we need to be more like everybody else as opposed to discover more of who we are. Because at some point in time, we were told that who we actually are isn't enough. And so we really trained our brains to look at the people in our life and go, who do I need to be in order for that person to like me? Now, you may not agree with this, but it's truth. It is truth. We, as people, we look at the world around us and we go, who do I need to be in order to fit in? Who do I need to be in order to get this people to like, like me? Who do I need to be? As opposed to looking inside of us and go, who am I? Actually, who actually am I? Um, and so we're afraid to reveal to the world and the people around us who we really are. And really, we wear those masks in order to keep that real us from the people around us. It's risky to show people who you really are because if somebody denies the fake you, if somebody denies or says they don't like the mask that you wear, 
you can really deal with that because it's not who you actually are. But if you show somebody who you actually are, if you share with somebody an authentic dream that you have, something that you really want in your life, and that person says that's stupid, or that's a dumb dream, or you can't do that, or whatever it is, whatever they say that's negative back to you, that really hurts. It sucks. But if you tell somebody a dream or a goal that you really don't want, and they say, that's a stupid dream, that's stupid, you shouldn't go after that, it really doesn't affect you that much. Because it's not what you really want. You know, if you're a really goofy person, and you show your goofiness to somebody, and they laugh at you, make fun of you, whatever, you know, that hurts. But if you show somebody who you really aren't, like so, if you be fake to somebody, then, and they say they don't like you or they make fun of you for that, it doesn't hurt as much because they're not denying who you actually are. The problem with all of this is is that we all desire true connection and belonging. And true connection and belonging only comes from dropping those masks that we wear and revealing the real us. The only way, I'm telling you, the only way we can really reach our potential and truly be happy is if we take the masks off and reveal the real us. So I'm going to walk you through three masks that are holding us all back, that we all probably wear to some extent. And I'll walk you through some of my story because I will tell you this. I have, for a lot of my life, I have worn masks. I have been somebody that I thought I needed to be. I've done a lot of things in order to please the people around me. My family, friends wanted to fit in so bad. I remember as a kid, I remember in fifth grade sitting on the bench outside the playground all by myself and a girl came up to me and said, why are, you, why are you sitting all by yourself? And I said, because nobody likes me. I'm different than everybody. I'll never forget that moment because I did feel like I didn't fit in. I felt like I was different. I felt like nobody liked me for a long period of time. I didn't feel like I fit in in high school. And so that's why I clinged so much to soccer because you know I played soccer growing up. If you don't know my story, I played soccer growing up. I was obsessed with it. Did everything in my power to become as good at it as I possibly could, and it became my identity. It became a mask that I wore, and people knew me, and people, uh, my value I felt raised in life because I was good at soccer, especially in my hometown. I was the best player to come through there, and a lot of, and I don't say that I was the best player to come through there. Um, the, the reason why I say that is because I broke every single high school record at my high school. If you go into the record books, I have every single one of them. And it became my identity. I was in newspaper a lot, etc. And that energy I put towards soccer, it comes it comes to the, the first mask, which is the approval mask. I wanted so badly the approval of other people because I felt like I didn't fit in. I felt like, you know, who I really was, you know, as a person, just soccer aside school aside, all of that aside, who who I really was wasn't enough because I got made fun of because you know I, I just didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like I was wired differently. I didn't feel like people liked me, didn't feel accepted, never like I didn't get invited to a lot of birthday parties, didn't get invited to like uh, hang out with friends. I was always that kid that everybody kind of liked, but nobody really invited to do things. That's how I felt. And so I was like, well, 
you know what? What I'll do is I'll get really, really good at soccer and then people will approve of me. I'll get really good at something. And soccer was the sport I played at the time. I said, I'll get really good at this and then people will like me. People will approve of me. And so I did literally everything in my life, you know, up until really only about a year and a half ago to prove others wrong. I did everything for the approval of others. When you're proving other people wrong, you're really doing that for the approval of others. And I will tell you, it brought me a lot of success in life. It brought me to a good college with one of the best soccer programs in the country that I played for three years. And I was a consistent player, a starter, and a lot of and probably about half of my career I started played in a national championship game. We were 56 and seven. I had some decent success in my, in my soccer career. I left school and I, I literally went out to, to prove the world wrong that you didn't need a degree in order to be successful. Some people said you can't do it. And so I said, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I ended up within three years, you know, within two years actually getting a medical sales job and then growing that book of business at my medical sales job to the fastest growing book of business in the division when I left. I was making really good money for a 24-year-old when I left that job and it brought me some success literally wearing this mask of wanting the approval of others that I'm going to go out and I'm going to prove every prove to everybody that I'm better than what you think I am. It, it, it brought me some success in life. But what came along with that success that I got was a such a sense of loneliness. Literally, I felt so empty because nobody knew who I really was. And I didn't even know who I really was. And what it left me was, it left me at the bar three, four nights a week on my own. It left me depressed. I mean, I battled with depression for an entire year while I was being successful at that job. Because here's the thing, is that when you prove, what happened was, is I proved everybody wrong and then I was like, well, what? Do, now I gotta go find something else to prove other people wrong. Now I gotta go do something else. I'd gotten the approval of people. Then it was like, well, well now I gotta go and do it again. What's the next thing? And it just leaves you empty and leaves you without energy. And that's what caused depression. And so, so many of us, we wear this mask of approval. We do everything to be, to seek the approval an acceptance of other people because we were trained as a kid that who we really were and who we really are isn't enough. And very few people, very, very few people aren't affected by that, if anybody. I think we're all affected to it to some extent. And so we go out in life and we use all of this freaking energy, all of this stinking energy to prove everybody wrong. And a lot of times it'll bring us success, but it will not bring you a, a sense of satisfaction and true happiness because you're not actually being who you really are. So the first mask is the approval mask. The second mask, which is really most prevalent in men, is the stoic mask. I read in a book called The Mask of Masculinity, and Lewis Howes talked about this um, this mask, which I totally recommend this book, um, The Mask of Masculinity, um, by Lewis Howes. He talked about the stoic mask. And the stoic mask is really somebody that just doesn't have any emotion. They're never going to tell you when everything, when just, everything's just always good. It's just good. You know what I mean? If, you, if, something, if something bad is going on in their life, they're not going to tell you. They have a hard time sharing emotion. They have a hard time being brought to tears of sadness and to tears of joy. You know, um, they just don't really feel, they don't allow themselves to feel what's really going on in their life. Um, and a lot of times men are told that they're not supposed to feel that emotion. 
They're not supposed to um, to feel, you know, sadness or um, joy, etc. But that they're really just supposed to be stoic. And I, I will tell you this: I, all these masks that I, I'm sharing with you are things that I've struggled with. You know, for many years, especially during that depression that I went through in 2016. If you would ask me how I was, I would have said, I'm doing great. I'm doing good. Everything's good. I would have never told you what was really going on in my life. You know, and I don't know, until recently, I will tell you this. Um, until about a month ago, was I, did I allow myself to have tears of joy? It wasn't since, it was 2000 and. Nine it was that I it was the last time I cried tears of joy until about a week ago. No, I'm sorry, about a month ago when my two sisters got baptized. I was so joyful in that moment and I was bawling my eyes out because I'd been praying for that moment for years and years of my life. And I finally got to the point in time in my life where I felt comfortable enough with who I really was that I allowed myself to experience joy to the to the extent of tears. And so many of us struggle with this. We actually struggle, especially men. We struggle we struggle with having tears of joy and real vulnerability when it comes to joy more so than we do with um, sadness. It's even worse. It's more vulnerable because we are taught that, you know what, don't get your hopes up. Don't think things are all great because the bad thing's coming right around the corner. And I will tell you this, you cannot reach your potential as a human being if you can't allow yourself to feel the emotion that is that you feel. Allow yourself to feel it. Literally the morning that my sisters got baptized, I prayed to God and I said, I said, allow me to feel this emotion I'm going to feel today. This is a, an incredible moment in my sisters' lives and an incredible moment in my life. Because they're answer to prayers. And um, I said, God, allow me to feel this emotion. It just took over me and I felt so good because I'm like, you know what? The next time this happens, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna worry about what people think about me. I'm not gonna worry about this, that, or the other um, because I know that I'm good enough. I know that who I really am and who I actually am and the experience in the emotion that I actually feel is good enough, what, whether people think it or not. And on the, on the flip side, sadness. We struggle to feel true sadness. Now, women don't deal with this as much as men. Men, men really struggle with this. They, they struggle with feeling sad and, and everything's got to be okay, that they just have to have everything taken care of, that they have to have everything perfect and this, that, or the other. And the truth is is that you don't. And the truth is, is that you feel, especially men, you feel like you don't have everything under control. You feel, especially if you're a man that's taking care of a family or this, that, or the other, I promise you, you feel a lot of times lonely because you feel, if you express that emotion of, I, I don't know if I can do this, that you feel that it's, it's too vulnerable, it's weak, it's not weak, it's actually strength to actually share that emotion of sadness and share that emotion emotion of, I don't know if I can do it. That's actually strength because you're, you will actually build strength in sharing that that will give you the ability to actually make it happen. I promise you. The third mask is the know-it-all mask. And I tell you what, I struggle with this because 
we struggle with not having the answers, especially men especially men, we struggle with not having the answers because it's a vulnerability. When we don't know the answer, it's a vulnerability. We think it's a weakness, but actually it's a weakness to not say that you don't know. If someone, I, 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 I see it all the time and, and a lot of times I do it myself because I think I have to know it all. I have to know all the answers because that's what makes me awesome. Or that was, that's what makes me strong. And the truth is, is that we need to be able to accept when we're not right. Accept when we messed up and go, you know what? I'm sorry. I messed up. Or you know what? I don't know the answer to that, and but I can figure it out for you or, what, or whatever it is. And the reason why we don't do it is because we don't want to look weak. And it's impossible to reach your potential if you wear the know-it-all mask because you cannot learn if you think you know it all. One of my favorite quotes of all time is by Socrates. He says, true wisdom is knowing that you really don't know anything. And I try to live that every day of my life. Um, and I haven't for most of my life, but I try to do that now where, you know what, if I, if I, if I am wrong, you know what, I'm going to admit that I'm wrong. I'm going to say, you know what, I am wrong. I'm going to take responsibility for this. And I don't know the answers. Can you help me? It's actually courage to do that. It takes courage and strength to do that. So when those times arise in your life where you don't know the answer or you feel like, you know, yeah, you know what? I messed up here, but if I say I messed up and that's going to make me look bad and make me look weak, it actually is going to eat at you more and more if you don't own up to it. See, in that moment when you don't own up to it, you're actually living for those other people. You're not living for yourself. You're living to please and approve of the other people as opposed to actually living with integrity and character, which is all for yourself. You want to live with integrity and character because you're the only one that gets to live your life. And when you walk out the door on, on you know, uh, tomorrow morning and you know, you know what? I did the right thing. I owned up to when I wasn't right. I owned up and I apologized or whatever it was, you're actually going to feel better about yourself, which is helping you to become who you were actually created to become. The last mask I'm going to talk about is very, very quickly, I'm going to talk to you about the money mask. We all struggle with this because I will tell you this, a lot of us put our identity in how much money that we make or don't make. You think we make a lot of money, that means we're worth a lot. If we think that we don't make a lot of money, we're not worth a lot. And so we go out in life and we try to make a lot of money and we compare ourselves to the people in our neighborhood. Happens all the time. You know what? I'm not doing too bad financially because you know what? Out of my friends, I drive the nicest car. Or I drive a a decent car and I live in a decent house. I'm not doing too bad. Look at all the people around me. I'm actually doing better than other people. And we actually – we're actually putting our identity in money at that point in time. Or we go, you know what? I need the bigger bigger faster thing. I need the bigger house. I need this, that, or the other because that's what gives me a sense of worth and value. And when you continue to put your worth and value in those things, for me, for a long time, it was money. I wanted money because I felt good when I got it. And it's not always, I'm not saying you shouldn't feel good when you get money, but when you when you think that your worth and value comes from how much money you make, you're going to be in trouble. Because when you make more money, All of a sudden, now you've got to make more money to feel good again, to feel good about yourself again. When you lose, let's say the money in your bank account goes down, you have a big loss. 
Now you're all of a sudden you're not worth much. Now all of a sudden you don't have any value. So the money mask is something that we or the success mask. You know, I'm successful. You know, look at me. I'm going to go out and be successful because you know what? That makes me feel good. So the fourth one is the money mask. And I would encourage you to look inside of yourself and say, you know what? Do I wear any of these masks? And if I do, how do I get over, how do I overcome? How do I start to let some of these masks down? Well, the truth is, is that we all have a purpose. I'm so big on purpose because purpose changed my life. It was the Bible verse, Ephesians 2.10. It says that, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works with God planned in advance for us to do. That verse is all about purpose. It is purpose, 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 purpose. And when I started said, you know what? There's a unique and individual purpose to my life that is unique to me and it's mine. Nobody can take it away. It completely changed the, the, completely changed the course of my life. Because I said, you know what? There is a purpose for my life. And I'm going to define myself by my purpose, not by all of these things. I'm going to start to begin to share that real person with the world because I recognize if I don't actually share the real person with the world, I will never actually be truly happy. I will never actually be truly satisfied. And so, you know what? I want to talk about one more mask. And this is not even written down. I want to talk about the sexual mask. And this is something that men really struggle with. Because a lot of men get their identity, worth, and value from sex. And I did for a really, really long time. You know, in college, it was soccer, it was school, and it was girls. If I could be the starter on a soccer on my college soccer team, if I could get good grades in college and be a smart guy, and I could get with the ladies, I felt good about myself. The problem with that is, is that when you do that, you just got to go get more, and you got to go get more, and you got to go get more, and it's never enough. It's never enough. So if you're a man out there and you're listening to this and, and you struggle with that, so do I. So I, 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 we all struggle with it. I struggled with it for a long time, seriously. It gave me worth and value when I could hook up with a girl. It gave me worth and value. I felt like I had... I was a man. I was the man. I got my masculinity from sex, and sex is a great thing. Sex serves a purpose. It's an amazing thing, but it's not meant for one night stands, for hookups, for those things. It's not meant for it, and it actually eats away at your self image when you become so obsessed. And people say to me, they say, "Well, Sam, you know, I don't. I want to be. I want to live my life freely." And the truth is, is that you're actually imprisoned by those desires. That's the truth. And you may not like hearing that, but when I was in college and I was so obsessed with that area of my life, I was actually imprisoned by those desires. I couldn't control them. And so what I would say is, well, I want to live my life freely. But in fact, when you think you're living your life freely, you're actually imprisoned by those desires. Those desires control you. And so when you start to let down the mask that mask, and you say, you know what? I want to control these desires. I don't get my worth and value from these things. For me, the worth and my worth and value comes from what the Bible says about me. And the reason why I choose that is because the Bible doesn't change. You know, people say, put your worth and value in who you really are. Well, I don't really know how you can do that. Or put your worth and value in the fact that you're a good person. Well, what if you make a mistake? 
then you feel bad about yourself and your worth and value goes down. See, for me, I choose the Bible because when I look in the Bible and I look at Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God planned in advance for us to do. And it says that every single time I look at it, it doesn't change. Those words never change. They're the same. So if I put my worth and value in what what God says about me in the Bible, then when those things happen, when I, I lose money or make a lot of money or when, you know, things go wrong in relationships or things go right in relationships or when things go bad in my life or things go good in my life or whatever it is, my worth and value drives from what that thing says. I don't have to go out and get more of it to feel good about myself. And when I lose it, I don't feel bad about myself. My confidence doesn't change because my worth and value doesn't drive from that. I don't know if this is all making sense, but I want to, what I really want you to start to do is really start to begin to seek what is your purpose? Who am I really? And then I want you to begin to show that real person to the world. Start to begin to show who you actually are to somebody in your life. Because what happens is confidence comes from competence. And the way that you can become confident in who you actually are is learning that who you actually are is enough. And I think one way to do that is to begin to reveal that real person to certain people in your life who will hopefully accept you for who you actually are. And you start to do it slowly. And you will start to begin to get competence in who you actually are, which will gain that confidence. You start to begin to understand, you know what, I am enough. Who I actually am is enough. I don't need to find my worth and value. I don't need to put these masks on that I can start to lower these masks, reveal to the world who I really am because even if someone denies who I really am, I know that I'm enough because I've been accepted for who I actually am. You see, that's a lot of times why a lot of us, you know, we cling to our family. And I do I do this. I, I am more myself around my family than anybody else on the planet. I am more of me around my family than anybody else because I know that they'll accept me. And it's I'm starting to drop these walls around other people. And I'm starting to become more of myself around most people or a lot more people than just my family. And it was just my family for the longest time. But I'm starting to, to develop relationships outside of my family that I can really be myself around them. And it's only because I've taken a little bit of risk and I've gone, you know what? I'm going to lower my mask a little bit. I'm going to let this person in. I'm going to reveal to them a little bit about who I am. And if they accept it, I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it again. And I start to become more happy and more satisfied. And I feel more connected. And I feel like I belong more in the world. You have a unique purpose. There is authenticity. There's a real person. And the only way you can actually reach your potential as a human being is to be that real person. These are the three masks that hold us back. And I actually talked about five. So um, I hope this helped you. Once again, if you're a new time viewer to this podcast, you know I know this is a new format um, or a different format than what I usually do, but thank you for tuning in. Please share this with a friend. Please go ahead and subscribe to the channel. And I hope this helped you out. You all have a great day and look for a new podcast with an interview coming up here this upcoming Sunday and or Monday. Y'all take care. Have a great week and I love you and thank you for your support.